Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. By the time this episode drops, we will be just outside the energy of the new moon, but I am recording this right on the cusp of the new moon. And why I'm telling you that and why that's important is that I'm hoping that new moon energy where that I'm experiencing right now that you were just experiencing a couple of days ago will permeate your beingness, your cells, whenever you're listening to this, because it has a lot to do with things that traditionally we as humans, especially Westerners, are concerned with. Am I making enough money? Can I care for my family? Am I living out my purpose? So, and this relates back to specifically sales. And I'm talking a lot about sales right now because I'm finding that the energy around sales conversations, whether it's you selling to a potential client or you're selling yourself on a job opportunity or you're selling a change in lifestyle or home or something else to a partner. Uh, really think of sales, sales as any time you're reaching for something and there's another party involved in whether that decision is comes to fruition or not. And in the case of having a client or a prospect, it's that you know you want to help more people, but those pers- prospects, those prospective clients, need to agree that you can help them and agree that they're going to pay you in order to move forward with that plan. And it's so interesting to look at um, soul work through the lens of sales, which is what I do. Although I'll work with people to improve their sales conversations and I love doing it because structurally it's an easy an easy thing to do for me so I like easy <laughs> but what's fun about it is that always the way we're showing up in our sales conversations is just a mirror for what's going on for us as uh, souls in the human body in the human condition and what I mean by that is, Sales and the process of sales brings us in direct relationship with how we truly feel uh, about our own worthiness, how we truly feel about our own enoughness. And that to me is so exciting. And that's what's so fun because it gives us this rich playground to, quite frankly, not bullshit ourselves. Because there's a lot of work out there in the self-help world that makes us think that if we do these X number of things, go get massages, make time for ourselves, all of those things, by the way, are good. There's just a laundry list of things you can do that if you can do these things for yourself, you're, you're proving that you 
are, you know, that you own your worth, right? Or maybe you're charging enough and therefore you own your worth. And I have not seen that that, you know, all of those things on that list of things you can do to prove you own your worth actually add up to a very grounded internal sense of worthiness because an internal grounded sense of worthiness is untouchable. And sales often brings to light where our sense of worthiness is compromised. So I love that. I love that because your soul understands it's 100% worthy. It's 100% lovable. It understands everything about you is wonderful and amazing. It's your human brain that makes you think other. And oftentimes those other thoughts are buried in our subconscious or unconscious. And they come out through various experiences. One experience is the way we interact in relationships and specifically for this podcast, how we interact inside sales conversations. So I'd like you to think back to a sales conversation you've recently had. And if you think, well, I don't have sales conversations, I promise you, you do. Anytime that you are engaged in a discussion with someone where you would like them to see your point of view, you're in a sales conversation. And I want you to think about, and of course, if you have a business, you can think of a traditional sales conversation. And I want you to think of how you emotionally navigated that conversation. Where do you get anxious, nervous, tired, bored, resistant, anything that isn't 100% positive? That is giving you some really great insight into something that you can shift for yourself that will dramatically improve your life in every area. And the reason I love looking at it this way is that it's that internal block to your worthiness that's actually blocking more money from coming into your life, more clients from coming into your life, finding that house, selling that house, whatever the thing is that is, you know, materially important to you and it feels like it's not happening fast enough. It has a lot less to do with the things you're doing than it does with the way you feel about yourself. And if we can pull up from our unconscious, from our subconscious, some of the blocks to worthiness and look at them, then we have the opportunity to break through and see ourselves differently. This is not easy work, and I'm not claiming it's easy work, but it is the work. It is the most important work. This is the inner game of sales that I love talking about. This is, I built an entire an entire three-day retreat around this because I am now so confident that this is critical. This is so critical for all of us. We cannot, especially those of us who are teachers, we cannot keep teaching strategies and tactics without dealing with what's going on inside when our clients are engaging the strategies and tactics. And I'm not saying the strategies and tactics aren't important. They are. You know, my clients need to put together marketing plans. Marketing plans help keep our brains safe. It keeps us moving forward. But if we don't get underneath why we might feel resistance, why we struggle, why we're not getting the results we want and go into the inner world, 
we're never fully going to be able to be free. And for in my case, my clients won't be free. So I refuse to keep pretending that the greatest strategies and tactics are the whole game. And in fact, I've started quietly working with just a few select clients doing what I call a sales call makeover. And these are sessions that blend the intuitive part of my work where I bring in people's spirit guides and their loved ones that have crossed, as well as strategy. And so there is a specific way to do a sales conversation that will typically make it more effective. But no matter how good you get at that, you will never feel free inside of that structure unless you also work at the internal stuff. And what's so fun about doing these sales call makeovers is that oftentimes it's our spirit guides or our loved ones from the other side that can help us understand what we truly need. For instance, a client I just worked with had guidance come from an ancestor that he needed to do more inside his marriage that looked like, quote unquote, old-fashioned type of male behavior around courting. And I want you to suspend any judgment you have about that advice. What I, I just passed on the advice to the client, but then what came later was that action would actually help him firm up some natural instincts he has to um, do the things he was being guided to do and trust that they were they were solid things to be doing. Now, he typically works with female clients. So the extension of that was for him to strengthen his understanding of his role in an industry that is typically uh, dominated by female leaders. And we don't have to go further down the path of this, but this was a very nuanced shift. And even as we kind of approached it in the session, I could feel something inside of him sort of unwinding and unlocking. Because the more we pay attention to what we truly want to be, what we want, like what our impulses are and and what excites us, the more we start to accept that who we are is perfect. And that's the essence of worthiness. And then when we feel that, then when we show up inside of a sales conversation, the thing that typically makes us concerned or worried is the fear of rejection or the fear of judgment. You know, that our client might think we aren't worth it, that maybe we aren't worth it, that, you know, we can't bear the other's pain and we're not worthy unless we're solving their pain in that moment. I talked about that in last week's podcast. When we start to understand we're perfect just as we are, without solving the world's problems. That's the essence of worthiness. And so it is this beautiful playground, these sales conversations we have every single day is such a great playground for us to understand, you know, where our worthiness, our our belief in ourselves can be blocked. And this really comes down to self-love. Now, If you've been with me a while, you know I'm a fairly pragmatic person. I know that I've got all the woo going on, but the reality is, you know, most of my life I was a type A, and there's still traces of the logical, 
hard-lined, get-stuff-done type of person that I was for the majority of my life. And I will tell you, as much as I had always loved self-help, back from when I was in my 20s, I loved reading self-help books, anything that went around self-love or self-acceptance or any of these things, I used to roll my eyes at them. And I thought, oh, for goodness sakes, like self-love really, like what a waste of time. Just love yourself. That's it, period. That was kind of how I approached it. And even until I'd say the last year, I was still very resistant to even the term self-love because to me, it just felt like navel gazing, felt like a waste of time, which is really funny since over the last year, I've realized that's the whole game. Self-love is the end game. But unfortunately, it's not marketed properly, in my opinion, because again, it goes back to some of those things I was talking about earlier in the podcast where we're encouraged to like, you know, self-love is getting a massage, self-love is getting support, which is all true. But at the very core of it is the why you're doing it. And self-love is truly taking all that love you send out of your body every day to to your your family, to your clients, to the people in your community, taking that same amount of energy and turning it back in on yourself. And this takes so much courage. It takes so much courage. But here is what I found. When someone fully engages the process of saying, what do I need? Am I willing to give that to myself? And am I willing to courageously face the fear that somehow I'm going to let someone down? I'm going to lose out on something. You know, that's a big fear I find, especially with my clients that are, you know, a couple, they have a couple hundred thousand dollars in their business. They want to get to seven figures, but they're stuck at this glass ceiling. And when we start to explore, you know, what it is that's going to take them to that quote unquote, next level, almost always the things that we're putting in place are inner, inner world stuff, inner tracking things like paying attention to what you need and, and delivering more of that to yourself. Much of the work is not externally focused. It's actually internally focused. And what will happen is a fear that they're going to lose what they've done, that that fear will come up. So if you're You know, if that is what comes up for you around taking care of yourself fully and boldly, well, good news. That fear is proof that that is exactly where you need to go. And here's the coolest thing. Once you actually start doing that, even though it scares you, your sales increase. And that means if you have a business, your sales increase in your business. It also means things just start to happen in your life in many, many different ways that normally would have taken a lot of negotiation or efforting. So remember earlier I said, sales conversations aren't just about you and a client. They can be you know, something that you want and having a discussion with another person in your family or your community or your household. What you will start to find is all of a sudden, sometimes those conversations go away completely. Like the person that you love just magically does that thing you were hoping they would do or makes that change you've been asking them to make. Or when you do have the conversations, people are able to hear you differently. And the thing is, they're able to hear you differently because you're broadcasting from a different vibration. You're broadcasting from the vibration of worthiness. And 
the universe delivers to us based on the way we treat ourselves. We teach the world how to treat us. And so if sales is not working for you in any way, shape, or form, or you want more of it in any way, shape, or form, the place to look is how how well are you caring for yourself? Because typically our instinct is to put care of ourselves, love of ourselves on hold, on pause until we do be create something. And that's the reverse of what we want to be doing. So if you're wondering, you know, where does this start? The the first place to look is just that that thing I prompted you to do earlier in the podcast, which is, you know, where do you get stuck inside a sales conversation? Where do you get tense? Where do you get frustrated? Where do you get something negative? And really give yourself some space to go inward when it's quiet and really get deep down inside and and ask yourself what was going on in that side, in that part of the sales conversation and keep digging and digging and digging. And I promise you, you'll get to an answer. And from there, you can start to make shifts that support the answer that you got. So for instance, if it's, you know, well, I was resistant because I'm so tired. I don't even know if I want another client, right? Um, well, then it's time to take rest. And then if it's, well, I was, I was nervous or I felt anxious because I felt bad. I don't know if this person can really afford me. I hear this all the time. Okay, go deeper with that. What does that mean? So now it's about you're thinking that it's more important for you to take care of someone else than it is for you to take care of yourself. You know, if your pricing was developed based on what you know is good value, then it's not your job to take care of someone else. That's their job, right? And it's time for you to really take care of yourself. And so then you can go around and look, where do you not take care of yourself in deference to someone else's needs? If you have kids, I can tell you, I am guilty of this all the time. <laughs> Last night we were at a football game and I you know, asked my daughter to leave at the third quarter because I was exhausted. That was really hard for me to do. It was spirit night. I knew she wanted to stay, but the reality is I knew what um, we were going to be like today, the day that I'm doing this podcast, when we're having company over if I just didn't get home and get some good rest. That has been a long, long journey to get to the point to know that that's the right choice. So what I'd like you to do is just really think about, you know, where is that stuck point inside a sales conversation and what what can you gain from it? And now, if you're feeling confused about how this really applies to sales, maybe you just you're thinking, "Patty, I haven't had a sales conversation in so long, I'm going to cry." <laughs> I get it. It start with asking yourself, "What does my soul most want and need right now?" That one question will truly reveal what you most need to give yourself. And I t- I'm telling you, it will take some courage to honor it. But that courage will pay dividends that will be so beautiful and so amazing. It will be worth it, beyond measure worth it. Now, if this feels juicy to you and this feels engaging to you, please check out the retreat page. We have a few more spots left. It's uh, November 1st, Mastering the Inner Game of Sales, November 1st to the 3rd in New York. You can go to pattylynn.com forward slash retreat. 
And if you were curious earlier in the conversation when I talked about the structure of sales conversations and how to do that, well, you can go grab my sales call script that will give you a basic structure. You can get that for free, pattylennon.com forward slash sales script. And that will give you the basis of a sales conversation. If you even just take that and mentally go through the questions and picture your ideal client in front of you, that will guide you to figure out where does that feel a little bit harder? Where does that feel a little more uncomfortable? That'll give you the first place to dig in. So I hope you have an amazing week. And we're still right up until the full moon going to be in a really interesting energy of coming face to face with what's not working for us. And the energy will feel uncomfortable on purpose because it's going to force us to make some changes in our life. So whatever changes you're making, I promise you, if you keep your own self-love at the core of the choices you're making, those will be good choices and you can make them with confidence. Much love to you. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.